Drive Time 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Voice of the Cape Drive Time it is uh, 91.3 0829 and of course uh, go zap on the app. Former President Jacob Zuma has said he had a rethink, oh boy, about the country's constitution, which he claims subverts the will of the people. The former president said the country should move to parliamentary democracy as opposed to a constitutional democracy. But what's the difference? And does the former president even know? We now chat to constitution expert and director of programs at Accountability Now, advocate Paul Hoffman. Welcome. Good afternoon, Shafiq, and good afternoon to your listeners on this glorious Autumn Cape Day. It really is a wonderful day. Um, I don't think Zuma's having a wonderful day because his thinking seems to get a little bit fogged here over the weekend. We should move to a parliamentary democracy as opposed to a constitutional democracy. He thinks 11 judges are ruling the country. What planet is he on? Yes, I'm afraid he has lost the plot. He's uh, descended into populism and he has forgotten that the only reason why there is a new South Africa is because the vast majority of South Africans ditched uh, parliamentary democracy in favor of constitutional democracy way back in 1994. I think it's very important that your listeners should understand the difference between the two because uh, what, what Jacob Zuma is suggesting borders on sedition. It isn't what uh, was agreed when the National Accord was thrashed out in the early 90s, and it isn't what is encompassed in our Constitution. By making the Constitution the supreme law in the land, we have all agreed among ourselves that that is preferable to allowing mere politicians to have their say in a parliamentary sovereignty which is what we had in the bad old days of apartheid. And that change to constitutional democracy under the rule of law in a multi-party system in which there is openness, accountability, and responsiveness is really the basic difference between the old South Africa and the new South Africa. Now, those of your listeners with long memories will recall that back in 2012, uh, Jacob Zuma said to Lindiwe Masibuko when she was the leader of the opposition in parliament that the majority has more rights than the minority. Uh, yes, I was going to ask you about that one. Yes. <laughs> poor, poor old Mac Maharaj had to jump through several loops backwards in order to try and explain what Zuma was talking about. And I'm afraid he was talking through his hat. The truth is that because we have a constitution in which it is expressly set out, firstly, that the state will respect, protect, promote, and fulfill all of the rights set out in the Bill of Rights, and we've set out a few, and in which we have said that any conduct or any law that is inconsistent with the Constitution is invalid and falls to be struck down by the courts. And the courts in a constitutional democracy play a much more active role than they do in a parliamentary sovereignty. 
as we have seen with the uh, institution, development, and practice of our constitutional court, which has kept any politician who tries to paint outside the lines back within the lines. And, of course, Jacob Zuma is one of those politicians who perpetually tries to paint outside the lines of the Constitution. And this this latest, latest uh, desperate uh, attempt of his is nothing more and nothing less than uh, a, a man in a corner trying to find his way out of that corner. I'm afraid he's not going to get it right. In fact, I'm pleased he's not going to get it right. Yeah, I mean, uh, he basically said over the weekend that the country is being ruled by 11 Concord judges. I fell out of my chair when I saw <laughs> that particular. His, yes, his world is being ruled by 11 Concord judges, but I don't think ours are. No, what, what, what really, what you need to understand is that the deal in South Africa is that the Constitution rules and the politicians govern in terms of the Constitution. So whenever there is a dispute as to what the Constitution means or what the Constitution allows, what laws the Constitution can accommodate, what laws the Constitution can't accommodate, what conduct is acceptable under the Constitution and what conduct is not acceptable under the Constitution, you need somebody to make a decision about that. And that is why we have the courts, and that is why the courts have been given the right to test the constitutionality of what politicians and others do. And anything inconsistent with the Constitution, be it a law or conduct, can be struck down by the courts because that is their job. And our judges are obliged by their oath of office and by the terms of the Constitution to be answerable only to the law and the Constitution and not to any passing uh, politician who seems, to, who seems to think that when he's in a corner, the rules have to be changed to accommodate. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad you're making these extremely important distinctions in understanding how South Africa basically uh, rules itself. Because when I look at uh, Zuma's term parliamentary democracy, it's a statement that's in a, in a philosophical vacuum. It's meaningless because, um, as you so rightly pointed out at the beginning of the interview, during apartheid, there was uh, a, a technically <laughs> there was a parliamentary democracy, except this parliamentary democracy was only for a certain grouping. And But I, I think Zuma's uh, parliamentary democracy seems to be nothing, le- yeah, nothing less than mob rule or for Zuma. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, he's, I'm afraid he's lost the plot completely and uh, the, the, the sooner the Constitutional Court makes its ruling in the contempt application, and the sooner Becky Chele carries out his promise to arrest, if so directed by the court, the better for all of us. Because uh, really, this RET faction of the ANC is not only doing the ANC incredible harm, it's doing the country incredible harm too. And a lot of what they say is very, very close to being sedition, which is a serious crime. 
Very quickly, I mean, this is a political statement. It seems significant that the last ANC-NEC basically told the RET faction that you're out of order. Quite brave for the ANC the way it is uh, at the moment, most certainly. But, I mean, you're a person, you've stood in court for many a year. What is your gut feeling? How is the Constitutional Court going to rule in the case of Zuma, the RET faction seems to think the world, the world is going to go upside down or chickens is going to fall out of the sky. What's your feeling? Well, the, the situation is that Zuma chose not to go there and to put his side of the case. He prefers to make funny noises in the marketplace instead of putting forward legal arguments in the court. The legal argument that was put forward in the court by the State Capture Commission's counsel is that Zuma is beyond redemption. He is not somebody who's going to come and make any effort to give proper evidence in the State Capture Commission. And really, he must just be punished for his uh, defiance of the order of the Constitutional Court uh, that uh, is already in existence And uh, in in the absence of any contrary argument, I know that the Helen Sisman Foundation did put in a a friend of the court brief, but in the absence of any contrary argument, it is likely that the court will say we have no choice but to uh, impose a, uh, a sentence of imprisonment. It's possible that they will say, We're imposing a sentence of imprisonment, but in order to give Mr. Zuma the opportunity to come to his senses, we are making that sentence of imprisonment suspended on condition that he goes and he gives evidence at the State Capture Commission. That is a possibility. I think some of the judges uh, were leaning in that direction. Others were a bit stum about what, uh, what, what their thinking was, and... Um, um, the, the result of the case is that Zuma is either going to go to jail without the option of uh, g- going to the Zondo Commission or is going to be given the option of going to the Zondo Commission to tell his story, failing which he will go to jail. And either way, um, it's, it's, it's an appropriate way of dealing with a person as recalcitrant and lawless as he has been. He doesn't have a cooking clue as to what the rule of law really means, and his ideas of majoritarianism um, are are completely out of kilter with the the rule of law in a constitutional democracy. We have to have a constitutional democracy in South Africa because we are a country that is made up united in our diversity of a great number of minorities. But there is no group, if, if you uh, don't simply homogenize black people, there is no group that is a majority. The Zulus, the Khazas, the Enderbeli uh, and the Shona and the Vendors and everybody else all have an, an ethnic identity of their own as do the whites, the coloreds, Indians, and other groups in South Africa. And if you're going to accommodate a rainbow nation in a way that is fair to everybody, then you have to have a constitutional democracy with a multi-party system that answers to the rule of law 
and not to be in majoritarian impulses of a man like Jacob Zuma. Paul Hoffman, Director, Accountability Now, thanks for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity.